Upperman prepares for a big region game with Macon County. The Stone Memorial Panthers remain undefeated and look to keep it going. And the Cookville Cavaliers get ready to host powerhouse Alcoa tomorrow. The Upperman Bees improved to 4-2 and two on the season as they took down Watertown 48-7 last Friday. We're joined by head coach Adam Kane of the Bees football program. Coach, big win over Watertown and a big bounce back win as well. Fell in the previous two contests, or the previous two weeks I should say. And For Watertown, that was the most points they had given up on their defensive side of the ball all season long. Just take me through it. What were your thoughts on the win over the Purple Tigers? Yeah, I mean, it was a good win, a big win for us. You know, it's... Uh... You know, this is actually the first time since I've been here in five years that we've lost two in a row. And so, you know, we we didn't like how that felt. And, uh, you know, we were uh, working really hard to get that taste out of our mouth. And, um, you know, it was it was an interesting ball game. They come out of the gate. Uh, we kicked off to them, and they went, uh, you know, about 75 yards and scored. And, uh, you know, it looked like uh, – you know, we may be in some trouble, but, uh, you know, we fixed uh, a little alignment issue on defense. And uh, after that, you know, uh, played pretty stingy uh, D the rest of the way. Um, I really liked uh, the way we, we were uh, swarming the ball. And, uh, you know, it was good for us to get back to, you know, doing that on the defensive side. And then offensively, you know, we answered that score. And uh, they're, they're a difficult uh, defense to you know, prepare for and to, to play against because they're, they're really multiple and they do a lot of moving and, and twisting up front and it can create some problems in the run game. And uh, fortunately, we were able to, you know, uh, generate some, some big runs as well as some, uh, you know, some big splash plays in, in the past game. So, um, and then I was also pleased with the way we uh, handled the kicking game. So it was, uh, you know, it was a, overall team win and uh, I was pleased to you know get back on that side of things talking with head coach Adam Kane of the upper mid bees football program improved to four and two on the season still one and one in region play and getting ready for a big game with Macon County coming up on Friday coaches you guys get back into practice this week what are you guys working on yeah um, obviously that you know they're a wing T team um, that that you know, just has an incredible uh, volume of offense that they're able to execute. Um, so you got to be able to, you know, get down and dirty and, and be able to stop the, you know, the basic wing T stuff. And then um, they're able to, you know, about 40% of their offense is, is kind of shotgun based, more spread uh, principles and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, they got a dual threat kid at quarterback that, you know, can throw the ball um, as, as well as run it. And then, you know, a, ki- a kid, a sophomore, number seven, is probably, probably playing as good a football as anybody in our region right now. So, you know, he's uh, – I think somebody sent me a stat where he had scored six or seven different ways this season. Um, you know, but a very aggressive uh, uh, runner trying to get the ball in the end zone every time he gets it. And, and uh, he'll catch passes and do all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, they're play- playing really well on both offense and defensive lines. And so um, it's going to be a very stiff test. We we know what we're getting into traveling up there to Macon. And, you know, they're 6-0. and And, uh, you know, it's pretty obviously they feel like this is their year. So, uh, you know, we know we're getting into a pretty uh, difficult contest. 
Coming off a big win over Portland last week, of course. I know I got a chance to see him a few weeks ago against Livingston. And the thing that stood out to me was you mentioned it, their offensive line and their defensive line. They've got some big guys, but they've also got some athletes on those lines. But what do they really do a good job of? Is it just being big, or do they have really good technique on those two lines? You know, really good technique. Uh, number 70's, you know, got to be one of the best players in this region. Um, I, think, I believe he was All-State last year, two-way player. Um, you know, defensively, they play really, really hard and with great effort and great intensity, and, and they're really good tacklers. Um, and then offensively, you know, Coach Shoulders does a fantastic job he, uh, with, with with scheming you up and, and getting guys the ball in difficult places for you to to defend and uh you know and and they run that thing to precision and uh you know the minute you think you got the wing t stopped he's gonna pull back and you know drop his quarterback in the shotgun and give you some, you know some different looks and and stuff to deal with so it's uh we definitely got our hands full um you know they're six and oh for a reason they played some quality opponents and uh but it really uh, jumps off the page how hard and determined they play tigers 2-0 in region played the bees 1-1 that'll be a fun game coming up on friday that's head coach adam kane of the upperman bees right here on the high school playbook coach kane we appreciate the time as always Appreciate it. Head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons joins us on the high school playbook as they fell to 4-2 and two on the season. Still 2-0 and oh in region play. Fell to a really good Stone Memorial team this past Friday, 44-7. And coach, I'll start it right there. What were your thoughts on the game this past Friday? Well, they had they, they played well. They had a great game plan, but uh, we didn't help ourselves. We had uh, four turnovers, uh, two, for, two for touchdowns. Uh, we threw a pick that they took, I think, 95 yards touchdown and just uh you know miles didn't have his normal night they got they got him off balance and made some mistakes and uh you know take away those mistakes we have a lot better football game coach what are you guys going to be working on in practice this week as you get back into region play well we just got to work on ourselves and get better you know uh uh we just uh you know if, if it could go wrong on friday night it did in in all phases uh We've had some guys that are, are banged up. We lost Lake Drake, who's sophomore force mm-hmm. and plays out, outside linebacker and uh, tailback. We lost him on the season, uh, or we think it's going to be for the season. So, you know, like everybody, we're at this point in the season, and, and, and we've got some key players that are out that, that's not helping us. But, uh, you know, it's just what, what happens in football sometimes. Talking with head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I know Lake was already the backup for Caden Stover, who was in that position yep. earlier this year. Is it, What's the update on Caden? Is he going to be coming back anytime soon, or who's the next guy uh, up he, in that position? He, he's still, I think he's still a couple weeks out, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, he's still, he's walking on his on his leg, but he's still got a little bit of a limp, so. He goes back for uh, reevaluation next week, early next week, so we'll know more then. Who are some of the guys that are, that are going to have to step up and fill in in that running back spot? Yeah, you know, Logan Pinnell, uh, who's a sophomore, uh, and then Blake Bulls, who's a freshman, uh, possibly even Rylan Miller in that position. Okay. Does it change anything for you, play call wise, not having as much of a threat there at that tailback position? Of course, you still have Lafue at the quarterback position, and he can do a lot. But does it change anything for you guys offensively going forward? 
Well, you know, when you, when you, you know, we, we've been too deep there. So that, that, that didn't hurt us to start with, but now, you know, you've got guys that they're having to learn, they're having to learn, you know, assignments. And so, you know, it takes, it takes a little time to get them caught up to speed. Coach going on the road to play a Wartburg team. Uh, what do you know about the Bulldogs? Well, it's what we've seen on film. You know, they, they, uh, they got a win their last outing. They got a win. Uh, I think, you know, they're, they're four and one or one and four on the season. Uh, but looking at them, they're improving. They're improving every week. I, I think that they've got a couple of really good offensive linemen. They played O'Night a, a pretty tough, you know, game, uh, for the first, first half and then kind of fell apart the second half. So. You know, we're going to have to play a lot better than what we did on Friday night. Do you think you'll have to stress the importance of this region game? Obviously, 2-0 and in the region right now, and a win would put you guys in a really good spot for those top two spots. Or do you think they already know the importance of this ball game? I think our guys know the importance. Obviously, we'll emphasize it as a staff about, you know, it's 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 a huge game for us. and uh, But uh, I, I know our kids know that. Coach, how, how proud are you of, of your coaching staff and of the team this year? This team had a rough year last year, and now they're in a spot to pick up a really good seeding come region tournament time. Well, I'm, I'm proud of them. I, we, we've, we've grown a lot. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think from day one, we've, we've come a long way. Uh, you know, we, uh, I think these kids, you know, big thing, commitment, we got to get in, we got to get in the weight room in the off season. But from the time we started to where we're at now, you know, I've seen a lot of growth. We, we had a, we, we went, you know, sometimes you got to go a few steps backwards to move, move back forward. And, uh, you know, Friday night, you know, and, and now Stone's a good football team. You said it when we started the interview and, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they, uh, lined up and kicked their tails pretty good, but, uh, I know our guys will respond and, and bounce back. Head Coach Derwin Wright with the York Institute Dragons football program right here on the high school playbook, getting back into region play on the road at Wartburg coming up on Friday. Coach Wright, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Welcome back on the high school playbook. We're joined by head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers football program. Coach, a big win over York Institute on the road on Friday, 44-7. to Just take me through. What were your thoughts on the win? Well, it was good to get off to a hot start, Jacob. We've had a couple uh, really hotly contested ball games uh, in Monterey and Upham in the weeks before, so it was good to get off to a good start against York. Uh, really, all three phases of the game showed up and showed out. We had a, a pick six and a pump block for a touchdown. Uh, and special teams, we had a field goal, which is uh, not always so common in high school football. So good to see everybody get in on the action and, and take care of business on the road. One of the biggest things that you've mentioned to me throughout our conversations this year is leaving points on the board. Was this one of the games where it seems like you guys got most of the points that you should have? Yeah, we did, Jacob. Uh, and like I said, you know, all three phases of the game getting in on the action is a big part of that. Um, that was nice to see for sure. Um, still left, had a couple turnovers, and, and, you know, you're never pleased or never satisfied as a coach. So uh, certainly some things to work on and correct and continue to improve this week in practice. Coach, let's turn our attention towards the region play coming up this week against a, a rivalry game as well. As you get into practice this week, you guys have matched your win total from a season ago, 2-0 and in region play. What are you guys working on in practice as you get ready for the Jets? Well, certainly, you know, working on us, we've got plenty of film on Cumberland County and, and making preparations there. But uh, as I said before, bragging on this team, Jacob, we uh, we have really taken a business-like approach and a 
uh, our preparation of getting better each and every day. So uh, we want to see us get better. Um, like you said, it's a region game, which is huge for us. Rivalry game, the only uh, game within the county. Uh, so that means a lot to the kids and community. Uh, but we're worried about us and get better at the things uh, that Stone Memorial needs to improve on. Talking with head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you've mentioned a couple of times how your team has really been taking a business-like approach week by week. And I've asked you before, who are some of the guys that have been playing well this season? Well, I'll kind of change it up this time. Who are some of the guys that are leading this team into that business-like approach and have really stepped up and been leaders this year? Well, um, speaking of practice in particular, I think I was telling my wife something over the weekend. Uh, Brady Lane and Caleb Flowers, I think it was week two or week three. Uh, for whatever reason, Caleb uh, is our uh, most productive receiver, a uh, heck of a safety as well. But he had come over to our scout offense, uh, and the scout team play card called for uh, him to iso block our middle linebacker, Brady Lane, who's putting up some tremendous numbers and is a heck of a football player in his own right. But those two are going full speed in practice and making each other better. And when your best players take practice that seriously and are that competitive in practice, uh, you're probably going to be all right as a football team. Well, Coach, lastly, I'll just ask you about the Jets. Of course, 0-6 coming into this season or into this game. However, what do they look like on film? It seems like from when I've talked to other coaches that they are a pretty good football team, just haven't been able to get in that win column yet. Yeah, they've they've played several close ball games. Um, Really big up front, Jacob. I think they do a good job at the line of scrimmage. You've got a really talented running back, it appears. Um, quarterback, I think, is young, but he certainly made some plays with his arm and legs. But, you know, I think defensively they're they're physical up front and run to the football pretty well. So, um, you know, rivalry game and all that, and the, the, the crowd will be um, – will consist of most of Crossville Friday night. So uh, we've got to be sure and play our best football. And, like I said, continue to get better this week in practice because – it's definitely one of those games where you can throw the records out the window. Head coach Derek Samber with the Stone Memorial Panthers right here on the high school playbook, getting geared up for a good crosstown rivalry with the Cumberland County Jets coming up on Friday. Coach Samber, we appreciate the time as always. Thank you, Jacob. Take care. We appreciate it. Welcome into the high school playbook. We're joined by head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program. Coach, first loss of the season to a really good Westmoreland team on the road, 20-19 to back on Friday. A chance to win it in the end with a two-point conversion that uh, fell unsuccessful. But uh, just take me through. What were your thoughts on the game against Westmoreland? Well, you know, I thought we played well. I thought we played extremely hard and, and – uh... We played behind the chains a lot, uh, due to some penalties and, and some miscues. But uh, you know, our kids fought and, and gave us gave ourselves a chance to win at the end of the game. And, and you can't ask for much more than that. It looked like defensively, you guys were able to get some takeaways. How good was that to see against the good offense? Uh, it was great. You know, the kids uh, did what they were coached to do and, and uh, made some big plays when they needed to. And you know, we just couldn't pull it out at the very end. But it, you know, it's okay. It's it, it's a a game that wasn't a reaching game, and it's something we can learn of. I know you mentioned that the guy's been playing hard all season long. You mentioned not a bad loss, obviously, against a good team. wasn't a region game. Is it almost a good thing to kind of get a competitive game like that one on film for you guys to go through this week in practice? Uh, absolutely. You know, and when you when you face a little tough test like that and, and have a little pressure put on you, uh, from from a very good football team, like Coach Ferry's and his staff, his staff did a great job with those guys. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's good for you to see where you are and see what you need to work on 
uh, for the future games. And, you know, either you win or you learn. And, and uh, hopefully you learn a lot this week. <laughs> that kind of leads me right into my next one. What did you maybe learn from this past the week's game? Uh, you know, we need to correct those things <laughs> more than anything. You know, I think we're a good football team. I think we just got to keep getting better. And, uh, you know, we had some kids that, uh, you know, Keaton Arms got hurt towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Nate Adams had to step in. And, you know, we kind of threw him into the fire real real quick. And he did a super job coming in for, for Keaton and, uh, you know, trying to finish out the game. But, you know, you, you know, see find kids that can step in and do the job, um, uh, no matter what the situation. Talking with head coach Bruce Lamb of the Clay County Bulldogs football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned arms. He went down late in that ball game, and Nate Adams stepped in and played pretty well. How's arms doing this week? Uh, he's doing good. Uh, yeah, he's got a little strain of his hamstring. Uh, you know, we're going to take him a little – we'll go slow with him and see how it goes, and, and uh, you know, we'll evaluate him in the week and see how how, how everything is. Coach, what's the focus in practice this week as you gear up back for region play again? Well, first thing is, is we got to uh, get over the soreness. It was a very physical football mm-hmm. game. And, uh, you know, then we'll go in there. We'll try to, connect, to correct the things that we did wrong. And, and uh, you know, whether it's uh, a holding call or a missed block or, uh, you know, missed pass or whatever, you know, we're going to go in there and just try to get better and make ourselves better for the next for the future. Get another road game this week, back into region play, taking on a 3-3 three and three Red Boiling Springs team. What do you know about the other Bulldogs in your region? Uh, I tell you, they got a big, tall quarterback, left-handed, throws the ball really well, uh, some pretty good-sized linemen. And, uh, you know, it's not the Red Boiling Springs of old. You know, usually it was, uh, from what I understand, I've never never coached against them, but I understood it was, a, you know, they weren't a very tough team. But they're, they're pretty tough this year. Like you say, 3-3, three and three, and they won some good football games. And, you know, we're going to have to line up and get ready to play again. Coach, how much have you relied both on your coaching staff and just from maybe past players or past coaches who have coached at Clay County to kind of get a look at the teams that you might have not seen before, like this Red Boiling Springs team? Well, it's always good to have some friends, I tell you, that help you out and and, and uh, they'll tell you they've played them before and uh, give you little familiar looks and that kind of stuff. So, it's definitely a big thing, uh, and especially the guys that I've had here before that, that's, that's played against them, and that's that's a huge plus for us. At Coach Bruce Lane with the Clay County Bulldogs right here on the high school playbook, 4-1 and one on the season, getting ready to take on Red Boiling Springs on Friday. Coach Lane, we appreciate the time as always. Yes, sir. Anytime. Thank you. We're joined now by head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program. Improved to 2-4 and four on the season last Thursday after taking down Livingston on the road 19-7. to Coach, trailing 7-0 to zero after the first quarter, you come back and put up 19 in a row unanswered. How'd the guys get the job done on Thursday? Well, I thought, um, you know, we've, we made some adjustments at the half. Um, you know, I thought defensively we played uh, we played well. You know, all night long. But I thought our, you know, up front. I thought we got after it and kind of shut down their run game. And then uh, we were able to get to the quarterback defensively. Uh, you know, kind of and, and kind of get him off of a spot. Uh, but then our back end. I thought our back end of the defense um, gained confidence early on. We were not contesting uh, balls in the air. Uh, uh, we were letting them. We were playing a little bit too soft, 
but then I thought as the game went along, we had more hands on the ball contesting catches and uh, trying to rip the ball out, that type thing. But offensively, uh, you know, we at the half, we kind of almost did a wholesale change of uh, offensive linemen moving some people around in different spots um, and uh, basically switched three people around. And then the whole second half, uh, you know, I thought we – uh, you know, we ran the ball effectively. We had some big, uh, some big plays. Uh, we had a couple of explosive runs, and um, you know that was a difference of the ball game. I was going to ask about those halftime adjustments. You mentioned them right there, just kind of moving three people around. Jordan Arroyo had a heck of a second half, and and the team in general running that ball. Is that something you guys have done yet this season, or was that the first time you guys have kind of tried it in that second half? Well, I mean, uh, that, it's something that we've been doing throughout the year. It's just always we've we've had either a holding penalty or you know just not being able to put a drive together with uh, you know eight to ten plays. But you know, it was a little bit of everybody doing what they were supposed to do. I mean, they, uh, Livingston didn't do anything different than than what we had practiced or seen on film. It was just uh, everybody doing a much better job uh, getting their jobs done and then uh, and creating those lanes. Of course, it's a lot easier to run whenever there's some, some big gaping holes uh, being uh, you know provided by the offensive line. Talking with head coach Sean Loftus of the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They improved to 2-4 and four on the season after taking down Livingston 19-7 to on the road last Thursday. Coach back into region play this week and taking on a Maplewood team on the road. They just fell to a very good friendship Christian ball club. What do you know about the Panthers? Well, they're going to be extremely athletic. Uh, you know, they're much improved from last year. Uh, you know they've got some size. Obviously, they have some speed. Uh, you know they're, uh, you know they're not very fancy in what they do. It's just they're, uh, you know they've they're they're one and a half years in with a with a coach that uh, you know last year he kind of got there about uh, I want to think mid to late July. So uh, you know they were still uh trying to figure things out last year uh they they've already won a, a region game uh against Stratford so uh you know for for us uh we're sitting here uh at 0 1 in a region so it's a huge game and i think you know our kids uh you know are are up to the challenge in hopes of going to uh to Maplewood to uh to compete as best as we possibly can and move forward off of a a game for our game from Thursday night What's the confidence like in the locker room right now? I know we were kind of talking off air, just saying the win probably felt amazing for those guys who have struggled just scoring the ball offensively all year long, and then they have a game like they did where they pretty much dominated the whole second half. Uh, well, I mean, what's what's the morale like right now with the team? Well, and this this bunch has been pretty good. I mean, they 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 knew what the first half of the season, uh, as far as schedule was like. You know, we we had talked about that. We they had went those who were with us last year went through this same thing last year, um, and you know the uh, you know the confidence is there. I mean, those kids have never once you know backed down, and they continue to come to uh, to practice each and every day to get better. And uh, you know, I'm I'm excited for these kids and. You know they, you know we're got some good seniors on this team that have uh, you know some uh, good leadership and uh, you know and it kind of 
the I guess kind of the whole team kind of feels that vibe off of the older group and uh and just hopes that uh you know we can kind of continue this uh, uh you know kind of what we did last uh, you know last Thursday night in the second half and just continue it on and and get us a big road uh region win. Well, honestly, Coach, what do you want to see the guys do well in building off that win last Thursday going into this region game this week? And like we did last week, you know, just continue drives, continue to play well defensively and not give up the explosive plays. Um, and then, uh, you know, because, you know, we're going to be in a bind with, uh, with uh, you know, Maplewood speed uh, that uh, they're going to obviously create some problems for us, but, you know, we cannot just allow them to get out in space in the open because, you know, they're going to be hard to bring down. But offensively, you know, we've got to continue to uh, to feed off of last Thursday's game and, uh, you know, just be able to continue to run the ball. We've, we've got to be uh, – we've, we do have to get better throwing the football. Um, you know, that's just something that uh, we've got to continue to work on and, uh you know, to be a better complete football team. And then, uh, you know, we just got to, uh, you know, keep on going to work every single day to get better. At Coach Sean Loftus with the Jackson County Blue Devils football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Loftus, we appreciate the time as always. I greatly appreciate the call. Thank you. Joined now by head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program right here on the high school playbook. The Cavaliers 2-4 and four on the season, took on a really good Gallatin team and fell 58-29 to this past Friday. Coach, it was a game you guys were trailing 23-0 to with four minutes remaining in the first quarter, and it sounded like a few unlucky plays to kind of start the ball game out for you guys. What were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, frustrated, obviously. We knew uh, going up against a good team, a talented team, um, you go on the road, and you know, especially yet in the fact that it's homecoming for them. Um, you know, one of the things I told our team I thought we would have to do is start the game at home, uh, and at least be you know even through a quarter or two, and then you know see if we can take the lead late. And obviously, we did just about the opposite of that with kind of shooting ourselves in the foot and beating ourselves early on. And um, you know, from that point on, it's hard to get back into a. Uh, into a game when you kind of spot a team two or three possessions. You guys did try get it back at least a little bit within 16 after halftime. We're trailing by 30 at halftime. Were you still proud of your guys for not completely giving up and still fighting throughout that ball game? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's certainly the biggest takeaway from us, at least from a positivity standpoint, was, you know, we challenged our guys that, you know, we're about to find out who really cares and who's going to play for some pride and, um, I did think that we did that. We responded well. We had really good energy um, to start the second half, uh, and we stopped beating ourselves, you know, especially offensively. We, uh, at least in that third quarter, we, we kind of controlled the ball and, and executed our offense. So uh, that was a positive from the night. Coach, how tough is it? Obviously, you mentioned a frustrating loss like that one, and then you get a short week this week. How do you try to turn the page from last week into this week, and let alone it being one of the top teams in the state coming up this week? Yeah, I think that's that's what we have to do. You know, we don't really have a choice. We got to learn um, from the things that we that we did well. Uh, we got to learn from the things that that we didn't do very well, and we got to try to improve over the next um, you know couple of days. It's obviously a short week, and you've got arguably one of the best programs in the state, like you said, coming in. So uh, there's no time to feel sorry for ourselves. There's no time to, you know, really do a whole lot other than we got to go again and we're, we get an opportunity to, to see where we're at individually against good players 
um, and collectively, you know, our program versus uh, a top program. Talking with head coach Taylor Hannigan of the Cookville Cavaliers right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Two and four on the season and getting ready to take on an Alcoa team who has won a lot of state championships in recent years and they actually just lost their first game of the season last week in a close one to Knoxville West. Coach, what are you guys going to be focusing on in practice in this short week? Well, uh, you know, for us, it's uh, a chance to kind of get back and, and refocus kind of what we want to be what we want to do we've played uh which is the case every year in high school football but we've played different styles of offenses whether it be wing t or power run or spread or whatever and um, maybe get a little bit more traditional style of offense so get back to some of our base defensive stuff um but you know we've got to we got to regroup um and like i said just kind of evaluate the things that we've done well and see if we can build on those uh, and just try to cut out some of the, the self-inflicted things. Let's see, you know, what happens when we don't turn the ball over, which this season when we haven't, we've, we've been pretty successful. So um, it, it's got to be about us. Certainly a really, really good team, well-coached team, uh, and a lot of history there. Uh, and we know we're going to be up for, uh, you know, a big challenge for us. But we've got to just focus on the things that we can control. Let's talk about that Tornadoes team. Obviously, you look at the stats, you look at the records, and they speak for themselves. But when you've had a chance to look at them on film, what really stands out about this Alcoa team? Yeah, I mean, obviously, they're, they're big up front. Team speed, they're, they're not uh, lacking team speed anywhere. They're explosive. Um, you know, anytime you got uh, the speed that they have at the skill positions offensively, but um, that doesn't overshadow just the toughness and the, the big guys they've got up front, the tight end um, slash defensive end. That just seems to be all over the place is uh, a phenomenal player, and they've got good players everywhere. So uh, typical of really good teams and good programs. There's not one guy. There's not you know even one or two guys. They've got a host of them, and they're going to um, present challenges for us. How do you think playing tough competition like you guys do, obviously being one of the bigger teams in the state and one of the bigger teams, especially here in Middle Tennessee, how do you think playing tougher competition and just tough competition in general helps your guys out in the long run? Yeah, I think that's part of the message to our team is, you know, when we get this thing where we want it, um, you know, we get to, to the point where we're competitive at the state level, at the playoff level, we're going to play these type of games hopefully I mean we're going to host you know playoff games with really good players and really good programs um, you know coming in and ho and hopefully the later rounds of the playoffs and so that's uh, again that's kind of the message of hey this is not going to be new hopefully for us we're going to keep playing um, you know top programs and, and see how we measure up and this is you know the level that we've got to get to if we want to reach our goals and so uh, again, just a, a tremendous challenge for our guys and one that will attack head on, you know, that one that we will go try to win the game and see if we can, um, you know, create some momentum for our team. Head coach Taylor Hennigan with the Cookville Cavaliers right here on the high school playbook. They get a fun Thursday night matchup with the Alcoa Tornadoes coming up on Thursday. Coach, we appreciate the time as always. Yes, thank you for having me. Head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program joins us on the high school playbook, a team that went to 4-2 and two on the season, still 1-1 one and one in region play, and got a good win over the Tennessee Heat homeschool team this past Friday, 28-13. to 13. Coach, a road victory for your guys. What were your thoughts on the win? I was not very pleased with our focus. Um, 
we we just didn't have a, a good focus all week. It was one of those deals, uh, you know, where we had we had won a game, and uh, you know, we we had some guys that kind of looked back on last year, and and that's that maturity piece that we've been talking about. But you know, ultimately, we were blessed to get a win in a game that that you know, with times we didn't play great. Um, but again, you know, blessed to get a win and, and our offensive numbers were pretty good. Uh, and that, that's a, that's a part of the puzzle that we're, you know, not, not happy about had over 500 yards of offense, but only scored four touchdowns and, and defensively we gave up two big, uh, two big plays, two explosive plays. Uh, and, and that's kind of been our, our Achilles heel sometimes is, is we'll play really well, but we'll, we'll give up two, we'll give up big plays and, and we've got to be able to get that fixed. Coach, I guess maybe a bit of a blessing in disguise. You get the win, and it sounds like you got some good film to at least look at and practice this week. Is that kind of the case? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, our guys come back in and uh, probably have one of our better days, uh, you know, the, the first day back, and, and they realize the mistakes, uh, you know, not only mentally but, but physically. And, uh, you know, sometimes – you know, a bad night isn't the worst thing because it can refocus your team. And, and you know, we were very lucky to to have a bad night and still get a win. Normally it doesn't go that way. Uh, so hopefully our guys realize what, what our coaching staff has been saying, and they'll they'll take that and use it this week. Talking with head coach Scott Hughes of the Monterey Wildcats football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, a Lakeway Christian team non-region game coming up this Friday. As you guys get back into practice, what is the focus? Well, it's a huge, huge uh, task at hand this week. Uh, Lakeway's a private school, and they have phenomenal athletes. When you when you cut the tape on, uh, their tailback really sticks out as a young man that runs really well, makes people miss. Uh, two quarterbacks, one of them a little bit bigger than the other one. Uh, both young men will run the football exceptionally well and, and throw it very well in their scheme. Uh, the the one big thing that sticks out to me is just their length and size out on the perimeter. Uh, you know, we've we've got film and uh, you know, they've got at least five guys, I think it is, uh, counting the two tight ends that they use that are six three, six four, six five, and uh, that's just really, you know, abnormal at our level. Uh, so that's going to create a huge challenge for us. And they're spread no huddle, and and that prevents a whole another uh, presents a whole another complication for us just uh you know making sure that we're lined up making sure that we're getting our communications in and that we know where where we're supposed to be i guess the good thing it sounds like offensively uh, you guys have a pretty good tailback and a quarterback that can run the ball pretty well so maybe your defense will at least be ready for that but in terms of that no huddle and kind of spread offense wise how do you try to prepare for that and, and try to slow them down a little bit well, you know, it, it's it's a big piece is just communication, and and we've got to be really good in our communication uh, with all eleven people on the field, and that's something that we spend a lot of time on uh, in in general most weeks, but this week is really amplified uh, because of the time frame that we're going to have to try to get our calls in and and get our checks in. Um, so we're spending a lot of time on making sure that we're where we need to be, and and that our communication amongst. Uh, the three levels of defense is is very good, and and then you know we do some stuff in practice where we try to up up uh, we up the tempo and amp it up a little bit uh, to put them in some stressful situations in practice uh, where we really cut the time frame down to get everything checked and and everything called. Uh, so we try to simulate it as many ways as possible to try to slow the game down. Then on Friday night. 
Coach, back-to-back weeks of non-region play before you get back into region play next week. And, of course, you want to try to win every single ball game. But is it kind of nice to have a little bit of a break from region play in the middle of the season to where you can work on things? Of course, you're going to try to win every ball game, But if you lose, it doesn't hurt you as bad as if you would lose a region game. Uh, you know, there's pros and cons to it, just like with everything. You know, uh, if you're in a larger region, then you don't have to schedule as many non-region games, which is nice. Um Scheduling is a pain in the hind end, uh, and and just you know, probably right under fundraising is two of the things that I, I dread the most uh, being a head coach. But uh, you know, having some non-region games though in the middle does give you the, the opportunity to work on some stuff, as you stated. And um, you know, so it's just kind of you know, there's pros and cons to, to each of it. Um, it gives you a breather uh, from that region grind, and and you know, sometimes. Uh, you get that non-region game that you can get more guys in, and and you know with our schedule this year, we've we've definitely not had that luxury. Uh, and we, you know, looking at the way Lakeway is, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be lucky to survive this one uh, with the style of play that they have and the athletes they have. It's a it's a really really good football team. Um, but you hope that those non-region challenges and and you know what you what you learn from those non-region games, uh, you know, prepare you for your region game. Definitely a motivated Lakeway Christian team. They've lost three games in a row after winning their first three games of the season, a team that's 3-3 three and three on the season. That's Monterey Wildcats head coach Scott Hughes as they get ready for that Lakeway Christian ball club. Coach Hughes, we appreciate the time as always. Hey, thank you guys for having me on. Let me talk about our thing. Our broadcast games this week feature Cookville hosting Alcoa on Newstalk 94.1 tomorrow at 645. Thanks for listening to the High School Playbook.